You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. So I was scribbling down some notes earlier today, Lauren, about uh, things I needed to do this week. And I started thinking, you know what? I could really write something about this. I could put this on a piece of paper, if you will, quote unquote, a piece of paper, and put it on the internet and just share it with everyone. Is there something like that still in the world? I think there is something called a blog that is now about three decades old, which is astounding to me to think about um, and makes me feel really old. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is a question we get a lot. Like, are blogs still a thing? Should I update my blog? Should I take it down? What should I do with this thing? Um. And should I, or, you know, should I start a blog if I'm a brand? And then there's this whole new thing out there three decades later of people who that's just their full-time job, you know? Yeah. Um, Also, you know, there's this thing called YouTube out there. So should I start a blog on YouTube, a vlog? How should I show the world and share this content? And there's a lot of options. So we thought we might just kind of talk about blogs still being a thing or not. Um, and some of our, you know, experience as well as um, insights here. So first and foremost for me, um, just to answer the question, in my opinion, yes, blogs are still definitely quote unquote a thing. Um, the last I saw a couple months ago, I saw a, a little bit of data that said there's right now about 600 million active blogs on the web. So wow. that tells you million. anything. That's, cr- yeah. that's a lot of people saying a lot of things. Exactly. So that is one point is how do you stand out from the crowd and offer something unique and be a resource that's not already being done yet? Um But I still think that that is something totally doable um, and especially to serve your current audience. So that's something we'll talk about a little bit, but a couple of pluses. I mean, you want to share kind of your insights, a couple of pluses to blogs, a couple of positive things. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, I think, thank you very much for pitching it over to me. I got that. Got it. Uh, Yeah. So I love blogs and here's why, because two things really one from a marketing slash branding perspective, a blog is a great way to share information in a somewhat casual format that allows people to really kind of touch, taste, and feel the culture of your organization or your company. So yeah, um, oftentimes when I, you know, you're talking about 30 years ago, which does make me feel old. I don't know if technically it's 30 years, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, you'd write a blog and it would be like almost like a formal pen pal letter, you know, like uh, we're writing today to talk to you about our brand new drink or whatever. And so today it's more of just like a casual drop, like, uh, you know, hey, peeps, we're trying to this new, you know, flavored water. Hope you like it, you know, check it out. And then it kind of talks a little bit about why the company did it or why the organization is doing what they're doing and gives people insight into basically the back of house or the mindset of that organization or that culture, uh, which I love. And then two, 
From a more marketing website um, perspective, it helps create content for your online digital presence. So uh, obviously, you know, it builds content for your website. It builds a snippet of content for your social. And then ultimately, it helps with some of your search engine optimization. The more content you can get out there with keywords and tags uh, is, is just better, just better for you online. So that's absolutely I think that you brought up a good point of, or, you know, a a place we can start in this conversation too, with this topic, but I get the question a lot like, well, I already have social media. Why should I have a blog or why should I keep up my blog Mm, or start a blog? And that's kind of like, you know, is social media just now much more relevant than blogging? And while people do go to social media, many go, that's the first place they go for news or entertainment or, you know, connection, information, whatever that is. Um, blogging was at the forefront before we had social media. I mean, I don't know there, I don't want to date myself too much, but there were a couple of <laughs> quote unquote social media sites that were blogs Yeah. Um, to start with. Well, now we use our social media to promote our blog. So we use the social, you know, and snippets of the blog and the content and then push people over to the blog host on the website or to your blog, if that's your main thing, um, for the longer form of that content. So it's funny now they work in tandem. It's not you choosing one over the other. It's a both kind of thing. So again, kind of when we talk about marketing tactics, it's never just one magic bullet. And this is a perfect example. They're both relevant. They work together and they're, they work in different ways. So you named a bunch of the positives. The other kind of couple of big ones for me are, you know, the, just in general, it's cost effective. So yes, you have like a website hosting kind of thing, but you should definitely already have that anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, then it's just your time and your expertise. So it is a very cost of cost effective way to um, create an audience and keep them engaged. So that's something that I love about it too. And the other big one for me that you mentioned was you can then chop up this content. You have this great longer form piece of content or multimedia or you know whatever you have in this blog post, how to, and you can use it in your email marketing. You can use it for your social media content. Um, and then it's also a great resource for people to look back to. You can point someone to your blog and be like, look, I have all of these resources right here. It's nice and neat and, you know, searchable. It's all here for you. So it can become a tool for many different, you know, uses for your audience. So I love that too. You're totally right, Lauren. I mean, that's uh, all of those are excellent points and you're right. I mean, blogging has been around and it really, it cannot be substituted or replaced by social media. I think they work hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, And that kind of dives into like the question, should I start a blog, like a written form of content or a vlog, like a YouTube channel? And I think that really depends on your content. Um, You know, while people, this is something we talk about a lot, while people's attention spans continue to decrease and decrease, um, while they may want this longer form content or it needs longer form to answer a question or whatever they're needing. If you are going the written blog route, I would say try to present it in a way that offers some other multimedia and you break up just generally what the article itself looks like. So try to add some images or maybe some pullout quotes um, and really just how you format it. Don't just post one long giant report, you know, use some subheaders, break things into bullet points, points if you can. Just break up the text, even if it's going to be long, uh, break it up in there. 
If you are going the video route, um, one positive there is with the power of YouTube, you can potentially expose your content to more active users. Um, so when people are on YouTube, it's more searchable if they're looking, especially for a particular topic that you're discussing, and there could already be kind of like a community out there for it. So it might be a great way to expose yourself to a new audience or find that niche audience you're looking for. It's also more visual. So um, some people prefer, you know, obviously video, it can be more engaging than reading. But just remember, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter what you kind of pick or which route you go to and as long as you know where your audience is, it really comes down to the content. So wherever you're publishing, and regardless of either way, I think that it really, you've got to find your niche. You've got to be be the expert, position yourself to have this fresh perspective. I think that's the big key here. So yeah, yeah, totally true. I mean, I think that's that's the point is, you know, blogs allow brands to almost reinvent themselves in a way, because if uh, you were astute enough to look at kind of the history or time of that blog and the content, it really does allow them to shift and show the consumer that they're hearing them and understanding them as they move forward with their products or their services. Exactly. So I think, I mean, just a couple of things that I like to see as far as content goes is, is finding that unique perspective and making sure you're not, you don't have too broad of a topic, i.e. tech. Okay. There are so many components of tech. You need to find your niche in there and something specific that you can be the expert and offer something interesting. Um, How to's are always great. Uh, behind the scenes or insights content is always great or like a deep dive into something very specific that your audience is looking for. There are so many um, ways to really, I guess, funnel down from your, your bigger topic into little patterns. So I think having a plan for that content is really key too. So I think those are just kind of like my, my biggies when you're thinking content. So it's honestly less thinking about platform. It's thinking about audience first and content, then deciding what's the best way to present that media. So how often do you normally, or would you suggest presenting a new blog into the, the sphere of digital worlds? Besides, you know, making sure you're producing quality content. The other thing that I think is important, like you're saying, is the regularity of it. So making sure you have a regular schedule. If you can, and what is manageable, if you can produce something monthly, amazing. If you can produce something weekly, 10 times better. So I think in a key um, environment, I would say weekly. Um, If you can get somewhere between weekly and monthly, I think that that would be great. Yeah. And I, I think that's a really great uh, uh, timeline or moniker for it. Here's what I guess my, uh, here's what I guess I would say is make sure that you don't let it die. In other words, yeah. don't say, hey, I can do it every week or every mm-hmm. Wednesday or twice a week. Don't kill your blog by killing your blog. Do not right. do that. So um, that's what I would Just say. Just like social media. Don't mm-hmm. create it and do a great job for three weeks and then leave it alone for three years. It, it's done. You know, yeah. so it's the same yeah. thing. Be regular, be consistent. Um, but like we said earlier, making sure that like, just be what, be realistic with what you set out to do. Don't spread the news on your social and your email, like look for our weekly blog and then it doesn't happen. That, that really hurts. So yeah, um, to answer your question, 
yes, still relevant to be consistent. Excellent. That's that's really the way I live my whole life, Lauren, is I just try to be relevant and consistent. So don't we um, all? I'm I must be a living blog, but uh <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool. Well, this was a, a great little podcast, Lauren. So uh next week we're gonna do call to action. Yeah, I think so. I think that'll be a really interesting one. Um, and stay tuned. We have about 10 or so great episodes that I am like really, really excited about some new topics in our niche. So stay tuned and don't forget new episodes every week. There's the call to action. I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.